For Radio K-Man News, a black tie affair this weekend to honor and respect the men and women who have served in armed forces. Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton turned out to show his support for the Cayman Islands Veterans Association. Obviously, it is very important to be able to recognize and support the contributions that our veterans have made to our lives. Um, and, you know, they've, they've contributed immensely over decades. So this is in support of and recognition of their contribution, um, recognition of the ongoing um, support that is provided by the Veterans Association to our veterans. And we're here to you know, spend some time with them, show them how much we appreciate them, and to help to uh, raise some funds for them. At this year's gala, the Premier and the Governor received the first Red Poppies to launch the annual Red Poppy Appeal, which raises awareness of the sacrifices made by our veterans. The community is invited to donate and wear a poppy to show support. It all culminates in the annual Remembrance Day weekend, which includes a special ceremony and a public holiday on November 13th. International scammers targeting Cayman businesses are becoming more and more sophisticated, and the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service has some guidance aimed at stopping them in their tracks. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. So you have a business and you get an email, and it looks like it's from a supplier that you've been working with for years. The email says your supplier is changing accounts from one Cayman-based bank to another and advises you to pay future invoices to this new bank account. The problem is that email may not have been legitimate. It is called a BEC fraud, a business email compromise fraud. Instead of hitting reply to that message, police say instead, you should pick up the phone and call your supplier directly to make sure the email actually came from them. And that's because some individual and business email accounts are being hacked. So if you just hit reply, it would be the fraudster who is answering. Police also have a couple of other bits of advice. One of them is to set up multi-factor authentication for accounts when you can. And avoid automatically clicking on links and attachments, even from seemingly known sources. One more thing, if someone online asks you to deposit money into your bank and then transfer that money overseas, you may actually be money laundering, which is an offense. Bottom line here, anyone who thinks they may have fallen victim to BEC frauds are encouraged to make a report with the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service. To do that, you can call 649-8797 or email rcips.fcu at rcips.ky. You should also notify your bank or financial institution immediately. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. And in more cybercrime, the RCIPS are warning of another scam, a phishing email and SMS campaign circulating the Cayman Islands purporting to be from UPS. The email and SMS appear legitimate, seeking clarification of shipping address details and featuring a link that opens to a web portal made to look like UPS. If you receive an email or SMS text message from UPS, check via telephone or other means if it is legitimate before clicking any links or replying to any email you did not expect. And yet again, never provide any personal banking or password details. For further advice, visit explore.gov.ky forward slash cyber safe. The trial of a man charged with indecent assault and other sexual charges continued at Grand Court today. Radio K Bad's Jevy Ebanks has this report. Yang Changuera is standing trial facing charges of indecent assault and assault by penetration. 
The charges stem from December 2022, when he was employed with a local tattoo parlor. Crown counsel Shana K. James opened her case for the jury of four women and three men. Jonathan Hughes of Samson Law represents Mr. Guerra. Today, the jury heard testimony from the complainant, who described the time leading up to and after she says Mr. Guerra assaulted her. She told the jury that after getting a tattoo from Mr. Guerra, she was sexually assaulted and, in detail, described the moment that Mr. Guerra, against her will, kissed her and other actions that are closely aligned with his second charge of assault by penetration. The jury also saw photos taken by the accused that showed the tattoos he had just done for the complainant that was to be used for social media promotion for himself and the company he worked for at the time, as well as other photos taken at the time which shows the partially clothed complainant in a photograph with the accused performing one of the actions he's now charged with committing against her will. The complainant described that before the assault, she had no issues with Mr. Guerrera, but said that she did not consent or want the actions and further told the jury that while she did agree to him taking the photos of the work for promotion, she did not expect the encounter to become sexual in nature and says on multiple occasions she tried to leave. However, when that did not work, she did what she had to do to make the accused feel comfortable and tried to leave as soon as she could. The complainant told the jury that on one occasion that she tried to leave, the accused tried to stop her, indicating his level of arousal in hopes that would make her want to stay. She says at that point, she left. In cross-examination, the complainant was shown photos of a staff gathering roughly a month before the alleged event of assault, where the defense sought to argue that the complainant and the accused were highly familiar with each other and that the photographs indicated the level of familiarity between the two parties. The complainant accepted that the photo did show two people who were comfortable around each other beyond what would be expected within the context of an out-of-office business gathering. While the complainant accepted that the photos showed an extreme level of familiarity, she told the jury that the photo of the staff function was taken at least one month before the alleged incident and described to the jury that the photo did not show anything to indicate that could have led the accused to assume that she wanted to engage sexually noting the presence of the girlfriend of the accused. The complainant said that the out-of-office event was a beach gathering and that alcohol was being consumed. Javi Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. The case continues tomorrow. Akib Javion Harris appeared before Chief Magistrate Valdez Foldats today in summary court, charged with sexual communication with a child. No details related to the incident were presented in court. Crown Prosecutor Gavin Dixon brought the case with defense attorney Emilia Fasuhidi representing the accused. Mr. Harris will be back in court at the end of the month and is expected to enter pleas in the matter. Digicel Business strengthens cyber defenses during Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin reports. In honor of Cybersecurity Awareness Month this October, Digicel Business reaffirms its commitment to safeguarding businesses of all sizes with cutting-edge cyber solutions. To increase proactive and scalable defenses, Digicel Business is offering comprehensive cybersecurity solutions, such as tailored cyber solutions to every business, providing bespoke solutions designed to meet the specific challenges faced by businesses of varying sizes. Proactive threat mitigation, Digicel cybersecurity experts commit to identifying and neutralizing potential threats, ensuring that customers' cybersecurity infrastructure remains robust, adapting to emerging threats and technological advancements by remaining scalable and future-ready. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. 
For more information on Digicel's cybersecurity solutions or to schedule a consultation, contact Mark Mimna at 327-6049. And welcome back tonight for Radio Cayman and Breeze fans in Cayman Brack. Our lightning-damaged broadcast equipment has been replaced and you can listen to Radio Cayman at 93.9 FM and our sister station Breeze at 91.9. Management and staff express appreciation for your patience while the repairs were underway. Of course, on Grand Cayman, we're on 89.9 FM and 105.3 FM. And that's your evening news for Radio Cayman. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solids.